everyone, welcome back to another episode of Live Up Gurus with Lydia and Shabir. We're so happy to bring you this episode today. Lydia, how are you doing? I'm good. Hello everyone. Yeah, so this is our first episode that we're doing it uh, in cross-country. I don't think it's cross-country, but in different countries. Lydia is in the UK right now and I am still in here. So yeah, Lisa, how do you feel being back in the UK? How was the journey back? I mean, Aaron wore myself, and it was really good, lah. The safety guidelines and all, and I guess it's back to my lifestyle, right? I have to cook, I have to deal with my own groceries and whatnot. So yeah, that's pretty much what it is right now for me. I'm happy you had a safe journey. So guys, today's topic is the evolution of social media. So just start us off, Lijia. How much screen time do you use in a day? So according to Apple, according to my iPhone, it states that I use about three hours of my phone daily. Damn. Okay, that's a good three hours. That's actually really good. Because mine can go up to like five, six hours. Because I watch a lot of YouTube and like Netflix on my phone. So whew, my, my screen time, without even checking it, I can tell you, it's it's up there. And I don't think Android has a function. Forget so. about TikTok. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how much I use. So, Isha, I want to get your opinion on something. How, what do you think is the best part of the evolution of social media? Or what is like the the highlights of social media evolving? I mean, the evolution of social media. Social media started off as like a platform, a base where you like essentially meet new people, mm-hmm. becoming new friends. That's how like we use Facebook. Remember back then? Mm-hmm. Or Friendster. I was. <laughs> if anyone of you remember. Nobody was. Not, we weren't around for Friendster on MySpace. Or we weren't old enough for that. I mean, I was sort of around. I mean, we were around, but like we. We started, we used Facebook more, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to my point. Like, social medias like this, it used to be like a platform where you meet people, where you meet new friends, communicate with them, talk to them, form communities, make groups. I mean, yeah, but then like social media has like evolved, evolved in a sense that it provides you so much more compared to last time. Not just that you can make friends now, you can like pretty much learn stuff. I mean, when you brought, when you scroll through Facebook or like Instagram or like Twitter, mm-hmm. you can you pretty much come across like like learning materials that that like gives you actually good amount of knowledge. Oh to yeah, gives you guys for example like the COVID thing, the pandemic. I learned so much from the about the pandemic from social media itself. I've seen posts around social media where they give you like insights on how does this pandemic work? How does it influence people? And all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, and yeah. how does That's it... That's good. But like other than mm. the like, uh, I think the term is mainstream use or for knowledge of social media, you also get like other things like on Twitter, I've come across a lot of people who will give you like, oh, how to answer these interview questions or go and get these Google Chrome extensions for your university so you can record your online lectures or, or you can record notes. And then you can also get like street street, street knowledge like um, 
Well, you know, in McDonald's, they have the fries thing. So apparently that arch at the back of McDonald's, you can fold it and make it into like a small little platform where you can put your chili sauce or tomato sauce and then or ketchup, I mean. And then you can just take a fries and then you just grow the whole thing without taking an extra container. That was so like, that was like mind-blowing for me. You know, how many times I've been sitting in the car wanting to just eat my fries with some like sauce, but I had to wait until I get home. <sighs> what wasted moments, man. Wait, which arch do you mean? You know, because, okay, the the way it's built is like it's slanted. There's this arch at the back and then the front has this lower thing, the small... Like, Are you talking about like a fries box? The fries box, like, yeah, the fries container. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So this kind of thing, like social media really, really like... It's It makes things more express- accessible. So that's why it's great. But then again, you know, has social media ever like affected the way you work or how much you study or stuff like that? You're like productivity levels. I mean, of course. I mean, I would like to... I would like try not to get it affected. I mean, here and there, of course, like social media has become a part of our life. It has become a norm, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big, big part of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some people, I don't classi- classify myself as like being addicted but like, yeah, some people do actually get addicted to social media. Addicted in a sense that they can they are glued to their phones for like hours and hours throughout the day. They can't live without it, live without work. And it's, it's so unhealthy for those people. And it's like potentially uh, it might actually like affect yeah. your like your daily lifestyle, your work, your studies. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's like when we when we do five minutes of like work, and then we reward ourselves with like an hour of using our phone and then scrolling through whatever we want to scroll. Dude, have you ever done that? Like, I feel like this is very very common for me. Like, I open up whatever I need to do, and I finish one question. I'm like, okay, closing. Let's go and watch the Netflix episode. Finish one passive paper. Two hours of using phone. <sighs> two hours, more like four, like, dude. <laughs> oh. Dude, sometimes it's just like, you can't help it because you're just like, you're doing work and then you just get like, okay, of course, if you just started doing work, then yeah, maybe you have a problem. But like, if you're like doing work for the whole day and then you just take a break of like two, four hours, right? That's 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 completely acceptable uh, because, you know, your brain gets tired. Do you, do you? Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. You, do you, do you? You need like, take like breaks during like long periods of working and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, I know some people who actually, like, get, like, addicted to social media in a sense that they can't go through long hours of, like, working, long hours of concentration without having, like, that, that thought in the, back of, in the back of their head that they want to check their phone, that they want to check their social media, they want to go through Instagram, they want to, they want to watch TikTok videos. It's gotten like a, a serious issue nowadays, I guess. Yeah, it's like it's like you're addicted to it, like how you're addicted to like smoking, like how smokers need that like cigarette to feel happy or like they start like handshaking and all that. That's also very interesting. This is something very interesting I want to bring up that I feel like I've had it before and I don't know if you had it. It's called the phantom vibration syndrome. Ooh. So basically like if your phone is right next to you, and you're just doing something, but then you feel like your phone is buzzing when it's, and then when you actually check, it's not. 
has it ever happened to you before because it's happened to me like quite a number of times not gonna lie it sounds pretty scary but it actually has like it sounds like whenever like you're doing nothing right and you're just standing with your phone you're not using your phone and you have that that sudden that vibration you thought your phone vibrated but it then and you check the phone and it actually did not there was it was it's um scary man it's pretty scary that's, that's really really scary dude wow yeah and then you know it's just like so that's how you like know what do you think like the actual cause of it it's just addiction that's how you know you're addicted to whether it's your phone a certain app uh, like I don't know, texting somebody or whatever lah. That's just how you know you're addicted to social media, and you need to have a change in your life. Okay, so funny story. I I like to use TikTok a lot. So for me, sometimes when I scroll on TikTok, what I feel is five minutes turns out to be like an hour. So that was very very surprising to me with the first couple of times when I used TikTok. Cause dude, it's just like a rabbit hole. You just keep scrolling and scrolling. Cause it's like thirty second videos. You don't feel like your time is being wasted. And I send Lija a lot of TikToks, but Lija, do you want to tell them? Okay, so to give you guys a perspective, Shabe is like addicted to TikTok. Addicted, he'll send me videos like constantly. Yeah, at one point you're pretty much addicted. Okay, now it's better. Now I use it less. Okay. Yeah. True. I mean, so yeah, Shabby is like addicted to TikTok. He would send me like content like every other day, and I wouldn't even watch it because I'm not a TikTok person. Shabby it. gets like so pissed. He used to hate it. He literally told me like, "Stop sending me this. I don't want to watch this." <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not a TikTok person lah, per se. Not not a person at all lah. Okay, so <laughs> now I want to talk about. Okay, have you seen, have you heard or seen the documentary, The Social Dilemma? Like, it's it's all over, like, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. It was being talked about when it came out. I've not watched it, but I've definitely heard it. Yeah. So, I watched it, like, about, I think, two weeks ago. And it's good, lah. Like, if, if you're not very aware of how companies, social media companies are using your technology, how your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook feeds are, like, created and being set up and how the content is being fed to you it's very good you should you should watch it so have you ever thought about how like your content is very addictive like on facebook like there are a bunch of videos like inspirational videos or like uh, like funny vlogs from people and all that have you ever thought about how that happens i mean videos yeah definitely actually like my Facebook, like my Facebook page, right? Mm-hmm. All the videos in there are like tailored, customized to what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty much all anime videos. <laughs> hey, anime is culture, bro. Anime yeah, is, is culture. Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect. Watch Demon Slayer. Pretty good. I mean, have you have you experienced like? Like you thought about something, or when you speak about something, for oh. example, I want to I want to buy a, a brand new television. Yes. And w- yes. when you're scrolling through Instagram, there's like advertisement for for televisions that you were there you were speaking of. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of scary in a way, but and but then, it, it has been a thing like like right, like recently over the years. Yeah. They're like it's, like companies have been like doing 
cookies. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's pretty much. So it's pretty much that that they save your information under like a tab like called cookies, and they share the cookies along among with other websites and whatnot. And for example, Facebook would gain access to your cookies and tailor their advertisements on your Facebook page. Yeah, but it's it's super weird how because like. Some companies just be like, "Oh, we have like proprietary systems that can, uh, like anticipate what your feed needs or what you might like." But these ads are so accurate. Like literally, I'll go on Google and I'll type, "Okay, Bluetooth speaker," and then the next time I'm sc- scrolling through my Instagram stories, like, "Oh, here's a Bluetooth speaker on sale on Lazada." Like, uh, that's weird. Or like, once I saw this on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, so there was on TikTok where like this boyfriend literally was like shouting into his girlfriend's phone's microphone, like PS Five, PS Five, PS Five. Then when the girlfriend like checked her phone like an hour later, there was like PS Five ads. That's so weird. Like there is no like privacy, you know. I mean, yeah. Like at some point, like that this entire thing has like invaded into like a personal space of your life. Mm-hmm. Where it feels like your phone is like glued to you twenty four seven, it knows what what you're doing, it knows what you're thinking, it knows what you're searching. It is really bad. But then, like on the other side, the the uphill of things, bright side lah. It's pretty much like, yeah, it's pretty much the bright bright side. It's like the either evolution of how technology is right right now, right? Like I'm sure, like years ago, you never like come across like tailored ads, tailored content to your feed. But now yeah. things have like gotten like insane. Like yeah, you're yeah. getting like so much. Yeah, I mean, people want a certain sense, a certain amount of privacy, lah. So hopefully, but of course, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Hopefully, these 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 privacy things will like privacy laws and all that will come into. Like context because okay so this is I heard this from uh my cousin so my cousin he lives in Qatar so he has the um Alexa at home in his house he bought the Amazon is it Amazon yeah mm-hmm. Amazon Alexa so you know how all these like home systems work right so basically they are constantly listening to you so the minute you say like okay Alexa play um Drake so Alexa will hear the keyword Alexa play Drake and it will turn on and it will play Drake. So it means it's on 24-7 and it's constantly recording you because it needs to know. So my cousin was like pretty, he's a pretty like very, he's very conscious about how his data is being used and recorded. So one day he just went to the privacy policy and he was reading all of the entire time your Alexa is on and if you don't turn, turn off a certain function, everything that's being recorded it's not deleted, you know. It's being sent to Amazon and being kept by them. That's so weird, and that's really, really like, yo, that's that's creepy. That's like one of the problems, right? Like some people, I'll say a, a majority of people, they don't know. Like companies have been like saving our data for for their use, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's really bad. And I I really do feel that companies should draw a fine line between your own personal data and to what they should have. Definitely. But to be fair, so right, 
do you ever read the terms and licensing agreement or do you just scroll down, click, okay, I accept, I agree, submit? Exactly. I mean, com- coming back to then, yeah, most of us, I'll say a good 90% of us don't read the terms yeah. and agreement, right? Yeah. Dude, I feel like I could never, lie. like, it's just so much words and there's so much, like, clauses and everything. I'll just, every time I'm signing up for something, it's scroll down, okay, I accept, submit, gone. So, yeah. Okay, so there's one more thing that's very, very, yeah, that's very, very um important to talk about these days is how fake news on social media and its consequences. Because some of, like, a lot of tech companies or a lot of, like, social media platforms, when, when an, a user posts information on it, it takes them a while to verify these posts. And most of the time, if when it's fake news, it takes a long time for the post to be verified. Or, if it, or even if it takes a short time for the post to be verified, that short time is like maybe an hour, maybe two hours. So in that one hour, two hours, a lot of damage is done, you know, because people actually believe like, oh, like somebody maybe can come out and be like, okay, coronavirus can be cured with uh, an injection of this certain substance. And every reason they believe it. So it's just really bad. So what do you think about that? Do you know the saying? I've came across like this quote that says that fake news spreads way easier, way faster compared mm-hmm. to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. 100% agree with this. Like bring back to what, like the pandemic, right? The COVID-19. Just actually, although there's so much, I learned so much from like social media the news and whatnot, but there are actually so much fake news going around. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I'm not sure you've seen this, where like one of the fake news involves like if you can hold your breath for up to 10 seconds, it directly represents you don't have COVID at yeah, that time. I saw that. I saw that. I believe yeah. that, you know, I was literally like, really? You can do that? I was like, huh? Dude, one and of my. Days, and, and for days, I actually tried that. I actually attempted, like, waking up every morning, holding my breath. Oh, 10 seconds. Okay, I don't have COVID. I promise you guys, we're actually, we're actually smart. It's just that sometimes <laughs> sometimes we, we think with one brain cell instead of all the brain cells we have. But yeah, yeah, these kind of things are, like, they're very, very dangerous, you know, especially the way our society is built upon obtaining news from, like, your phones and social media outlets so that's why like there needs to be a whether it's an independent organization within the tech company an actual organization somebody needs to come in and be like whenever you're trying to post news it has to be verified in some certain way because sometimes like when you see on facebook right people will post like videos from five years ago saying like oh this is happening today and people actually believe it because it's not coming from like a trusted verified news source. It's just coming from somebody and it's gotten like a billion shares. So they're like, oh, okay lah. I guess believe it since so many people have watched it. Yeah, definitely. And I'll say that the worst platforms that that's like the majority of the fake news goes to is WhatsApp. Oh, yes. No, I feel uh, that for, for us generation, like the younger generation, it's okay. I mean, it's, we don't get, we don't, we don't get scammed easily, but for the older people, my God, my, I saw my parents like came across like so much fake news and they, and they actually believe it so many times. Yep. 
Yeah, other than the mass good morning and good night messages, we will get that <laughs> lah. I remember there was one in the, I got. I think this was when the coronavirus first came out. It was just like if you drink a mixture of turmeric powder and hot water and these herbs and you drink it, you'll be cured. <laughs> my Bro. mom was just like, I think this can work. And my brother, my brother is just graduated from med school. He's just like, okay, listen, I'm, I'm, I have a degree. You listen to me. Don't do that. So yeah, so it's it's very very dangerous, lah. Like, my God. Okay, so one more thing that about how social media is has a huge huge impact on our life and how it has evolved is how it affects your mood. You know, like okay, a very common example, and this is something people of any age, especially the younger, most susceptible ages like teenagers and below. A very susceptible to this is how when sometimes use Instagram. So Instagram is a platform where it's, it's a visual platform. So you post pictures of your life, you post stories, you post videos. Have you ever had a time where you're using Instagram and you're seeing all these people like having fancy dinners or you know going on vacations and all that, and you just start to compare your lives and you feel like sad about it or like depressed? Like has that ever happened to you? I mean. When I was younger, yeah, at some point, it got it was not really bad per se, but yes, affected me in small ways. Where like, wow, they're like living like the best time of their lives. They're having good food. They're going on a good vacation. They're mm-hmm. buying like expensive stuff and whatnot. It definitely so, gets yeah, you like, right. Yeah, like, nowadays it's been a platform for like unrep un- not an actual representative of like how lives are going on. Yep, and I'll say like what you mentioned, like the younger, like I'll say, I'll say that this normally affects like the younger generation of people, the like the early teens and whatnot. Yeah, because like if you think about it, right, like how because you know some parents take the time to you know educate their children how to properly and healthily use social media, but most of us don't really that 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 thought doesn't really occur to us and these kids they'll be on social media and like mean comments from anonymous users or like we'll get to them or sometimes if they post a picture and they don't get a certain amount of likes it gets to them so you know social media has this effect on you where if you're not aware on how to healthily use it it will definitely get to you like how many people like your post how many people retweet you how many people view your story you become addicted to that feeling because that comes like, oh, like, okay, I got 100 likes. Yes, serotonin suddenly comes in your brain. That's very, very wrong. And I hope that as we grow older and, you know, a lot of people our age and the future parents and current parents can definitely, like, educate their children and be like, okay, don't tie your self-worth to likes and shares and follows. Yeah, I mean, social media, like, nowadays, like, yeah, it has been gotten like that toxic platform where if you don't know, use it healthily, where like people nowadays have been comparing like how much likes on their posts have been have it, have they been getting compared to like your friends and whatnot. For example, if if I got like fifty more likes than you, then yay! Yeah, dude. So yeah, I'll, I mean, we but then again coming back, we can't really blame our parents for not for not being able to educate us yeah, on this yeah. point. For sure, it's like, a very new like thing. Twenty years ago, there's nothing. They have nothing, right? Mm-hmm, yep. But then, 
although that we are facing like this tough time, I mean that tough phase, mm-hmm. essentially we can like provide like the knowledge and pass it down to like the other the upcoming generation. So yeah. I'm sure you help help them. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you something. Sometimes when you scroll back, like okay, when when did you register for like Facebook or Instagram? Like what year? What age were you? Eleven, twelve, eleven, ten, ten, eleven. I'll say. <laughs> okay, okay. Sometimes when you scroll back, or you get like the anniversary post notification, do you go and look back and be like, dude, I was so cringy when I was a kid, bro. There was there was this time like a couple of months ago, uh-huh. a friend a friend of mine. Like we we scroll through like each other's. In- Facebook page, mm-hmm. and we see like what are the things that we actually posted like back then, and we cringe so much. It was so bad, dude. Looking back at my like, like my profile pictures and my like pictures I used to post were like, were like a v- adventure time cartoons, and that used to be my thing. You know, now I look back, it's like, dude, that was so lame. Like, Do you remember that we used to like create like groups for like classes. Yes, like, I have oh like a, so many, so many Facebook groups that that just don't make any sense to me at all. Like some are for like the weirdest things. I I was in one group that was called the the Twilight uh, Haters Club <laughs> because I have no idea why I was in that group. Dude, literally, fun times, lah. Fun, fun times. times, fun times. Okay, so. Just to uh, argue your opinion on something, which was a better game for you? Crazy Cabby or like Farmville? I'm not gonna lie. Restaurant City. Bro. <laughs> what? What Farmville? Restaurant City Wait, is the best, man. What is Restaurant City like? Is it like Farmville where you like build your restaurant? Have you not played like Restaurant that? City? No, I used to play like, I played like Farmville. I played uh, Crazy Cabby. Clash of Clans was one of the big ones for Pet me. Family? Pet Family. Ah, yeah, I played that as well. All the OG games I played, like, but not Restaurant City. This is the first time. I, I played Mafia City, though. Mafia City was good. Bro, yeah, Mafia City. Yeah, I know Mafia City. Okay, yeah. But it was, it was cra- good times, now. Crazy Cabby is like the first like Facebook game I ever played. How have you not played Crazy Cabby? Have you played Crazy Cabby? No, I, I've definitely played. I've definitely played like Crazy Cabby. Definitely. But Restaurant City has been like one of my like the best games. I actually played like back then in during primary school. Because like I remember when I was like eleven, I would actually like Google like how do you hack Restaurant City? And I would oh actually like, get some money as coins from like hacking Restaurant City and I'll be like better than my friends. Yeah, coming back is that like yeah, like that one thing to very, do. Very nostalgic like this one. The best. The the most posh restaurant. Yeah, that, that was the best. Good times, like good times. All right. So pretty much we have come to this end of our podcast, of our episode. Shabby, do you have anything more to say, to add on? Not really. Um, I guess just use social media wisely. Always enjoy the memes. And thank you so much for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. All right. Thank you guys for listening to another yet another episode of our podcast. And we like to thank Ace Mamad 
once again for sponsoring our artwork. He's been a massive help to our to our design actually, to our Instagram feed, our episode yep. artwork and whatnot. He's a talented artist. You guys should check him out on Instagram at yeah. ace.m80. Super affordable and super talented guy. Go and check him out. Go and support him. All right. Thank you, guys. See you on the next episode. Bye.